What's Up Whittier? Welcome to What's Up Whittier, a homegrown podcast. A podcast to showcase Whittier's businesses, personalities, and hidden treasures. Producer Christine here with this week's Community Cork Board Announcements. Every Friday from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m., we have the Uptown Whittier Farmers Market located on the corner of Philadelphia and Bright. Do you know any local musicians or are you interested in having your own podcast or anything like that? Um, well, Producer Christine is now like Manager Christine. And we're putting together, we meaning I'm working with Ricardo Diaz, and we're going to put in an internet radio station called WIPA Radio, Uptown Central Station. Go to WIPARadio.com to learn a little bit more. We want to do original programming, so we're looking to see if anybody wants to contribute. Um, We just want to bring eclectic content to the airwaves, to the community. It's a really cool adventure that we're putting in in the Poet Gardens. So our internet radio station studio is going to be at the Bank of America building, located on the corner of Philadelphia and Greenleaf. So the doors, the entrance doors, will be on Philadelphia. So if you can imagine, um, there's a big window to the left. So if you walk, I don't know, maybe if you walked by recently or anything like that, if you peek into the window, you can see the studio, uh, you know, at least the skeleton of it. It's coming along so with that we're ready to start building our programming schedule so you can um, email info at wiparadio.com if you know you want to reach out I'll send you guys a, I'll send you an application get it back to me and then we can start making some magic for this week's community corkboard announcements I'm going to go through Instagram and just see uh, what we got going on here don't forget you can send us announcements on Instagram if you tag us at what's up Whittier Whittier Earth Day Celebration. Join the United Nations of Whittier, just like we heard in our last episode. Um, Join us for their Whittier Earth Day Celebration. This is going to take place on April 27th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. It's going to be a great day, great time for the family. It's going to be in Uptown Whittier. So make sure you come out and join this interactive workshop and free, fun-filled day. Also on Saturday, April 27th, Join the Whittier Historical Society for their Fashion to a T annual fundraiser. This year's theme is Runwave Curiosity. So again, the doors open at 11.30 and lunch will be served at noon. Ticket prices are $40 for members and $45 for non-members. Children 12 and under are $20. So um, I went to the Whittier Historical Society's meeting the last couple months, and they really, um, you know, want children to go to this tea party. It's going to be really cute. Um, at 11.30, they're going to start a manners class. So obviously, you got to make sure you're on time for the manners class, right? Um, to be early is to be on time. To be on time is to be late. To be late is unacceptable. And yours truly is going to be the host. So um, I don't know if I spilled beans because we say in the podcast episode, but um, I'm going to be your host. So again, this is at the Whittier Museum, 6755 Newland Avenue, Whittier, California, 90601. This year, the museum is hosting an Alice in Wonderland themed tea party, showcasing the unusual and oddest pieces from our textiles collection. Don't be late. Save the date. So, yep, Saturday, April 27th, be there or be square. Wednesday, March 20th at 7.30 a.m., join the Whittier Chamber of Commerce for their Wake Up Whittier event. This month, it will be taking place at Liberty Plaza. Don't forget to bring an Easter basket for a child or a teen to Wake Up Whittier. All donated baskets benefit children and youth being served at Healthline Youth Counseling. 
Anyone who brings a basket that morning will be entered into a raffle for a $25 Starbucks gift card. Please join the Whittier Chamber of Commerce the third Wednesday of each month for our Wake Up Whittier networking breakfast. This popular monthly event is a great way to get to know over 200 fellow Whittier Chamber members and local business owners. You can hear important city updates. The mayor always does this cool thing like three updates and enjoy a hearty breakfast and stay connected with what's happening at the Whittier Chamber. Wake Up Whittier is a free event as part of your chamber membership, so feel free to bring a coworker and it's $20, I believe, for all non-members. So for more information or to sign up as a free table host, please contact uh, the chamber. The phone number is 562-698-9554. And also you can send an email to Courtney at WhittierChamber.com. Alrighty, we have a coffee with the Congresswoman on Saturday, March 23rd at 9 a.m. Meet with Congresswoman Linda Sanchez in the city of Cerritos at 85 Bakery Cafe. The address is 11486 South Street in Cerritos, California. This is going to be on Saturday, March 23rd from 9.30 to 11 a.m. Yeah, drop on. Even though it's not in the city of Whittier, you can still drop by. It's still our congresswoman. And you can say, hey, heard your episode on the podcast. It was really awesome. Thank you for doing that. It's really cool. I really do appreciate hearing feedback from the community about the podcast. And even when listeners um, have met past guests, you know, it's like, oh, I didn't know this about you or I didn't know that about you. And it's kind of cool. I like it when my guests, um, when our guests share that kind of stuff with me. It's really fun. Alrighty, I guess that's all I have for you this week in our community clerk board announcements. Um, yeah, definitely. If you want to mention anything, please email me, Christine at what's up or you can, you know, check out all of our social media um, at what's up Whittier on Twitter, Facebook, well, at what's up 562 on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at what's up Whittier. You can follow me, producer Christine. Did you know that I'm a notary public? I most certainly am. So you can send me a private message on Instagram if you need any notarial services. So, yeah, what is the California Notary Public? I'm just a representative of the state that's like verifying that you are who you is. So, um, bring your ID when you do that. Um, you can also visit my website, christinesingerluna.com. So thank you for listening. And also follow Remo and Jesse. Remo is a really cool realtor, so you can go to remotherealtor.com. Check out Remo the Realtor on all social media. Jesse is a great architect, so you can follow Mr. Jesse the Architect. That's not his handle, though. You're going to go at J2Architects. Go to J2Architects.com, and you can learn a little bit more about his services and things that he's done. Thank you so much for searching the podcast, you know, downloading it, subscribing, and hitting play. Really appreciate all the support in the community. And if you or anybody else is interested in having their own podcast or their own program, anything like that, you're a DJ. If you want to contribute music, let me know. In, uh, you can email info at WIPARadio.com. And don't forget to go to www.wiparadio.com for more information. Alrighty, this is a really, really fun episode. Take it away, Jesse and Remo. What's up, Whittier? Dun, da, da, da. Hey, where's Jesse? Jesse is MIA, Christine. It's a, but we're in his office. Uh, we are kicking him out of the, the podcast. Okay. Let's L- like it. you guys kicked me out the last couple weeks ago. Yeah, exactly. Um, we'll put a poll on the internet, see if Jesse is going to be allowed back. We have uh, some special guests here with us today. So welcome, uh, Christine. I'll let you uh, make the introduction. 
From the Whittier Sunrise Rotary, we have Maggie Moe, George Prather, and Judy Prather. Welcome very much to What's Up Whittier. Thank you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Well, do you guys want to tell us uh, who you are? Well, if we were to really talk about that, this uh-huh. podcast would have to last at least 24 <laughs> hours. Okay. But first of all, let's start with we're part of Rotary. And okay. Rotary is one of the – well, it is the largest service club in the world. It's uh, 1.2 mem- uh, million members in 203 countries wow. um, with 33,000 clubs and, and um, does service projects – Locally and internationally and at all levels, you've probably heard about Uh the uh, uh, program to try to eradicate polio in the world. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not only has our club been very involved both financially and and educationally in that issue, my husband and I have gone to 35 countries to work on the uh, polio immunization, et cetera. So we're deeply committed to the major levels of Rotary. The Whittier Sunrise Club was actually parented by the Whittier Uptown Club, and it was actually founded in 1958 when East Whittier became a part of Whittier, when they annexed it. Mm -hmm. So we have actually existed from the beginning of when uh, East Whittier was a part of Rotary. Um, In the early 2000s, we both changed our time. We stopped being a noon club and went to being a morning club. And we changed our name to Whittier Sunrise to match uh, what we were, and particularly since Rotary opened up that you can take memories, uh, uh, members from anywhere, not just uh, in your immediate uh, community. As you know, Mm -hmm. technology and transportation, everything has changed how people can belong to those things. So people often choose now based on what their time schedule is and the people who bring them in and what kind Mm -hmm. of, of things they're interested in. But part of why Christina invited us to come today is based on one special program that mm-hmm. we have, and it's called the Battle of the Bands. Well, before we even get into the Battle of Bands, I mean, to someone that's a novice that has no idea what the Rotary Club does, and some of the listeners maybe might be in a similar – do you want to maybe explain really what the, the cause of the, the club is, and it, maybe it's different on a major level versus the local level? Well, certainly the – values of Rotary International are reflected in every club. Mm -hmm. And when someone joins Rotary, they're automatically a member of every club in the world. They can walk into a club anywhere, and they're welcome to come for lunch, for breakfast, evening clubs, whatever the uh, clubs have have defined. We're bound by a common goal of service above self. We really believe that uh, the best way to make a difference in life is to contribute to your community and to your world. Rotary now is totally aligned with the United Nations in terms of the millennial goals, and every project that we do has to meet some of the standards of maternal and child health and literacy and and peace issues. Uh, Rotary even has um, a peace university that has eight campuses around the world, and now there are more than a 1,000 graduates from that Peace University, and they're on-the-ground activists working in conflict areas, solving peace issues around the world, not just teaching at a college, Mm -hmm. not that there's anything wrong with that. I Mm -hmm. did it for 15 years. Mm -hmm. But the important thing is Rotary really believes we can make a difference. Maggie, tell them about our, our motto this year and how that applies to what Rotary is. 
be the inspiration? Yes, be the inspiration. Uh, Judy and George are my mentors. They invited me to, to Rotary. I am a, a very proud member of Whittier Sunrise Rotary. I became the president of Whittier Sunrise Rotary and I'm very proud. One of the things that I have learned is that we can make a difference and we can be the inspiration. I invite all young people or all people that want to make a difference in our community to become Rotary members, to be involved in Rotary. It is a wonderful organization that will teach you leadership skills. I am a product of that. I'm very proud. I was afraid, but I'm not afraid anymore, and I'm learning every day. Every day I learn new things. I meet wonderful people. I have made the best connections ever. Today we had Yosh Nakamura who came to, our, to be our guest speaker today. I am so honored to, ha to have had him come and speak. And he's always been, uh, I always see him around town and I was just so very happy to, to have him come. So what I wanna say is that not only is it, not only will you gain leadership skills, you will make great connections in business and meeting wonderful people, but you also become somebody that will help the community. And as Judy said, Rotary is about service above self. And, you know, people might say, oh, you know, you, uh, I don't know why you do that. You're not making any money. It's not about that. It's about giving back to your community. Sun Whittier Sunrise Rotary, we, we uh, work with California High School with their Interact Club. There are 50 students that, are going to college for the first time in their in their family's history. Uh, all of these children are Latinos, and the first time that I went to one of these meetings at uh, at California High School, I realized that the parents did not speak English, and that this was a great opportunity to be able to speak to the parents in Spanish. They were so excited. We had the meeting in English and in, in Spanish first, and in English, and that's when I knew that Rotary was for me. <coughs> The focus of our club, particularly as Maggie kind of mentioned with the Interact Club, is service to youth, and that's basically what we raise the money for at the Battle of the Bands. Our biggest program is called RILA, that's Rotary Youth Leadership Awards or Academy, which is a weekend leadership training in the mountains sort of thing. And we send, this year we're sending 12, we've done that, that's as many, we send as many kids as we have members. Uh, so that's a pretty big thing. Hundred percent participation. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's, that's another uh, another thing we do is uh, we sponsor uh, or help pay for buses for the Rio Hondo Symphony Association, which every year does a children's special children's concert for fourth and fifth graders from area schools, particularly kids who've had no exposure, particularly to classical music. Uh, they get shown what all these instruments do and so forth, and the, the symphony is a great uh, program. So we help with we help sponsor that, and then as a result, we've come very close to the symphony. We get out and we park cars for them uh, mm -hmm. at their regular concerts. Uh, so it's a lot about youth stuff. Let me say something more about the uh, youth concerts. If you can imagine. All fourth graders in the districts around Whittier mm -hmm. get to go to Whittier High School to hear the symphony play. Mm -hmm. And the symphony director, uh, Dr. Fujimoto, who teaches at, at Fullerton College as well, Fullerton uh, University, um, 
dresses in Batman and Spider-Man costumes wow. and then picks up the instruments and shows the kids how to play them and, and plays a lot of music that is classical music but is in the Star Wars sure. movies they're seeing now okay. and the current music they're hearing and helping them understand that Bach and Beethoven and, and mm. Schubert weren't just old guys mm. from the 14th century or 15th century. They were really uh, relevant to our day. And the kids come out of there just floating. They have an incredible experience of learning music. The other thing, I'd make a comment about our Battle of Bands in the same kind of way. We don't just see it as a fundraiser. Matter of fact, many of the other clubs in our district have said, hey, you could charge $35 for those tickets and people would come. And we said, no, we're at $15. We were 10 for the first 10 years. But the reason is real simple. Most of the kids in these bands do not come from homes where there's a lot of extra money laying around. Mm -hmm. And their brothers and their sisters and even the parents haven't even heard their kids play with the group. Mm -hmm. They go away to San Luis Obispo or up to San Francisco to compete, compete in a, a, a battle of the bands kind of thing, but they don't have something that their, their relatives can come to. So we see it as also a service project where people can come and hear their friends and their family sure. playing these instruments. Yeah. And I'll tell you, these kids are good. You will never get a better concert. And I'm sure they hear their just their child playing, but when they come together and they're playing with many children, it's a complete different experience. Absolutely. And I'm sure uh, a pretty proud moment for most parents or family members that go to it. Well, let's let's talk about the battle bands. What is the battle of ba the bands? Uh, if, if those that haven't heard of it, if you want to explain what exactly it is, who competes. Uh, the Battle yeah. of the Bands, uh, the schools that will be participating are California High School, Santa Fe High, La Serna, La Mirada High, and Pioneer High. One of the, uh, one of the uh, wonderful things about the Battle of the Bands is that when we give a, a child the opportunity to, to be able to go and, and play um, and their parents come, it becomes a community event. Perhaps one of these uh, children are, will become a famous musician or you know somebody famous in the music industry, but more important, it becomes a community event. And for me, um, I just love uh, uh, interacting with people. I I love being the greeter. I love saying hi to everybody, and I like saying, uh, "Hope you had a wonderful time." And I see it as a way to. Um, at the last Battle of the Bands, I was so worried that nobody was going to come, and I <laughs> I just so shortchanged myself and my vision. And it was a wonderful event. Many people came. I was able to see a lot of Hispanic families and a lot of American families come together. And I told them, I said, whether I spoke English or Spanish, and I told them, uh, bienvenidos, gracias por venir. Next year, I'm going to have champurrado for you. And I just felt so, I wanted to welcome them, and they, and, and they were welcomed. They, were, they felt very welcomed, and I was just so very happy. I, I truly had the best time ever. It was a wonderful event. So how, how's the setup of it? Okay, let me even give you a little bit of history sure. first. Um, this is our 19th Battle of the Bands. So uh, clear back in 1999-2000, that was when I was governor of Rotary for this whole district. One of our active club members, John Nelson, who is a well-known or was a well-known attorney here in town, he's still around, uh, 
But he got the idea of doing a Battle of the Bands because he remembered going to those when he was a young person, and he himself was a trumpet player, had even played with some of the the famous bands uh, that toured at one point. He said, maybe we could resurrect this idea of having two bands on stage at one time, and one place a number, and the other place a number, and the other place a number, and the other place a number, and then they all join together to play a song together. Oh. And it's inspirational because they they play off of each other and they show their skills and the the um, band directs are very good at making lots of solos where they stand up. You got the trumpet, and then you got the trombone, and then you got the sax, and they all have their their place in the sun and they all uh, do a part of it. But uh, Whittier High Auditorium, I don't know if you've been in there to uh-huh. concerts. But it has the best acoustics anywhere you could imagine. It is absolutely an awesome venue. And it can seat up to uh, more than 2,500 people. So we certainly have room for other people who still want to come. And you can even buy tickets at the door. So don't worry about that. But you can also rest in the understanding that you have inspired some kids to believe maybe they can really make it. And whether or not they go on to some kind of music career, they will definitely go on remembering what they did then and how they participated in this wonderful event and how they built new relationships with the other students in the community and how their band got inspiration to really compete. And our bands have won a number of contests in in other places in the state, so it's been Uh, an incredible advantage for them to have this venue. All the band directors say, oh, yeah, we want to come back. Of course we do. This is about the best event we could have in terms of preparing our students to be able to prepare. And as we mentioned, we spend most of our money that we earn through um, the the kids themselves. And in addition to the fact that they get to keep 60% of the tickets they sell, we give money back that helps them have the costumes, you know, sometimes it's really simple things that they can't mm-hmm. afford, like uh, a hat from the 30s or, or a vest or mm-hmm. a tie or something like that. So they can really have a presentation as well as um, the opportunity to just uh, show their skills. Um, we also spend it on such things as uh, the fact that we do a lot of programs on literacy in our community. Uh, this club at one point donated 33,000 books to the schools here in Whittier as a part of the Reading uh, for Nine uh, program. And we have a long history of responding to needs that come up as they come up. Last year, Maggie got us organized to plant 100 trees at Leg Lake. And afterwards, we had a big... Celebration. She cooked everything imaginable. We had a, <laughs> a, a real smorgasbord, and we had the students from our Interact Club, and we had the Whittier Club, and we had the Santa Fe Springs Club join us. And we're going to be doing that again probably in May of this year. Anybody who wants to come and plant trees, let us know about that too because we can always use help for that. <laughs> the, the concept of Battle of the Bands actually comes from the Midwest. Mm-hmm. I grew up in Missouri. And in the 20s, and particularly the 30s, Kansas City was sort of the center of jazz. Mm-hmm. The band, they, they had it migrated up the Mississippi and then the Missouri River. But particularly the bands there did a circuit out of Kansas City into 
Oklahoma, Kansas, probably down as far as even Texas and so forth. There were several bands, and sometimes, I mean, they were rattling around in an old bus. And mm-hmm. But from time to time, the bands would intersect at a roadhouse out in the territories, and they would do this, do a battle like mm-hmm. this. Uh, so this is really about the history of jazz uh, as much as uh, as anything else. And that is really... and. These kids are really still into that. These are big, classic big bands. They're doing somewhat more modern music or stuff that they can relate to a bit more, but they do a lot of the classics as well. Uh, Full disclosure, George, you play the clarinet. Mm-hmm. I play the trumpet. Okay. <laughs> so we have some experience in doing that as well. Not only is it a great event for the, for the kids and the parents and the grandparents, it's a family affair, um, but we also have three food trucks that will be coming at 6 o'clock. And so we, we also have coffee, and we will have champurado, as I promised last year. And it's going to be um, a, just a wonderful event. I always like to I, – I, I called a friend of mine uh, named Oscar Valladares and asked him if he wanted to, to sponsor the event. And he always brings his daughter. So I said, bring Lucia and have a date night with Lucia. I encourage uh, parents to bring their children uh, either for a date night or a family affair it really is a family affair. It's a great opportunity, not only for young people, but for grandparents and tias and tios. And uh, it's really a fun yeah, it's event. It's a proud moment. It is. It is a proud moment. You know, we need to encourage our youth. We need to love them. We need to encourage them. We need to be there for them. And this is a perfect opportunity to do that. Well, let me ask do you guys, and this might be a tough question, do you guys have some favorites? When when the bands are playing against each other, I know you mentioned five six schools there, do, and they compete. And I'm, I would assume one would drop off, one would advance until uh, there's a champion. Or how does it, the competing? Uh, no, work? we don't really judge them. Okay, uh, we celebrate everybody. I guess we, but no, they are all so good that you wouldn't okay. want to do that. That's what I was going to say. And, Who judges? Yeah, <laughs> no. good luck with that. And it's much more about the, the kids interacting, as, as uh-huh. Judy mentioned, mm-hmm. when the after the two bands, and we do three sets. Uh-huh. Uh, so the f- two bands at a time, and after they've gone back and forth, then they do a joint number, and even which they haven't rehearsed together, they've rehearsed individually. Uh, it's always perfect. Yeah, but you will see trumpeters from one band and the other band kind of competing as they alternate in their solos. It really gets exciting. Last year, we had a young lady who uh, was a wonderful singer. She was from California High School, and she went on to college, and she sang. And, and she was just, it was a beautiful, she sang so beautifully that I was just amazed, you know, at the talent that these kids have. It's really a great opportunity for them to show off their skills and, and to uh, be inspired. I love the fact that us Rotarians can inspire youth and inspire our community, and that's the reason why I'm very proud to be a Rotarian. So this is one of the, would assume, the biggest fundraisers or bigger fundraisers that you guys put together? Yes. We sometimes do some um, corollary ones. We've had some uh, um, fundraisers and some dinners and some uh, uh, nothing's happening but give to us anyway types of fundraisers <laughs> where we do like a... Those uh, are great fundraisers. <laughs> <laughs> they are, actually. The, the, the National Philanthropic <laughs> Association says that they raise the most money. Yeah. So we had a... a New Year's Eve party one time, but she didn't come. We just 
put the yeah. cost of what everything might cost and say, well, what part of it or what would you like to buy? Yeah. <laughs> and people would donate. We raised $8,000 that way, so it was really great. I, I might say in the Battle of the Bands, I've got a program right here I can show you, sure. but you can see the ads. And part of what gives us the money that we can give away to these youth groups are that merchants and businesses and even individuals in the town buy ads in this. Mm -hmm. And anybody who wants to buy an ad uh, will need it in the next several days because it goes to print real soon. But you're certainly welcome to call me, um, Judy Prather, at 562-696-9610, and we will gladly set you up with a nice ad in our program. Uh, but many of the restaurants have even put discount coupons mm -hmm. here yes, so that yes. you can uh, uh, attend uh, uh, different uh, venues and, and enjoy their fare. And this is a pretty uh, good-sized booklet here. This is yep. not a three-, four-page booklet. This is almost 30 no. pages. We, we try to give full credit to uh, the youth that are in the bands, to what they do. Uh, we uh, put little snippets throughout it on little interesting things about what Rotary is and what we do and why we do it. And uh, yeah, we try to make it quite uh, professional. I would like to encourage all businesses around Santa Fe California High School, Lucerna, um, all the surrounding, all the schools that are participating to buy ads. Um, I am very fortunate uh, to know uh, many friends that have been uh, uh, sponsoring the Battle of the Bands, and I want to thank all of my friends for uh, donating money. Um, I think it's, it's, uh, it's, like I said, it's a wonderful event, and it's a great opportunity. Not only um, do we have businesses that donate that spend money for advertising we also have a raffle and i started i've already started to uh, get uh, coupons i went to the the uh, rocky cola cafe and she gave me two tickets today so i want to thank all the all the businesses uh, for participating and for sponsoring the battle of the bands and so i'm looking here uh, at the uh, uh the roster i guess you would say from so a band is considered about 16 to 18 people that mm -hmm. that's a that's, that's a about that's, right that's a big group of 16 yeah, 18 yeah. back and forth that's, well you've been in that auditorium that's a yeah, big stage yeah. <laughs> you can stage it yeah, really it's, nicely. it's not two people out of it, mm. or a stage for two people very nice okay who is uh your longest running advertiser is it someone in here that has ran that you would want to give some recognition to? Well, if you wanted to say longest and biggest, uh -huh. it would be um, uh, Barbara Crowell, C-R-O-W-E-L-L. -L. Um, her husband was a member of our club, was even president of our club. And when I was governor, he was my treasurer for the whole district as well. And he died of a heart attack just about the time that we were starting this. And she has donated $1,000 a year ever since then. She keeps us in her heart all the time. I mean, she's just a wonderful person who's been very supportive of, of what we've been doing here. But we have a number of, of advertisers that have been with us for a, a long time. Um, you want to share some of those, George? Well, uh, you've got I, the book right there. I think GM Properties is probably the... Uh, right. Uh, yeah. And as, as long as we're calling out, Acro Printing has printed it every year for us. Mm -hmm. And they buy an ad, too, which means yeah, they're really supportive. Yeah. My wife was there about two hours ago. She would call me on the phone saying, can I call you back? I'm at Acro Printing. So. <laughs> <laughs> and Dr. Sudik um, has contributed uh, um, 
almost every year, and the Bank of Whittier, and um, and Remo the Realtor, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, California Apartments. That's uh, uh, Dave Witzel. I don't know if you know Dave, but uh, he was the person who did the building of the uh, marketplace okay. uh, in Whittier. He's a mm-hmm. long-term member of our club. He was he was in in the uh, uh, '80s. And he wasn't a founding member, but he joined like that very same year. Um, and he has been a, a bought a full page every year and, and been a full sponsor uh, that way. Now, as far as the, uh, oh, did you want to? Yes, I would like to thank. Uh, I would like to thank Republic and Athens. They are. Uh, they have. They sponsored the Battle of the Bands last year, and I just want to thank them very much for their support. And Greenleaf Restaurant has always put an ad in, and I think a lot of people got introduced to the Greenleaf because we got the ad like the week they had just opened. I went in it because I love Thai food. Uh-huh. and Their uh, food is delicious. Their oh, food is fabulous. delicious. Uh-huh. That's yes, absolutely true. We're not yeah. uh, sorry about saying that publicly. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> I support them readily. <laughs> well, how, uh, you know, once this event comes and, and, and goes and it becomes a success, if someone is looking to part be part of the the club, what can they expect? I know you mentioned that it's sunrise, and so is it a daily meeting, a weekly meeting? Is there an agenda for each of those meetings? Um, it's a weekly meeting. We meet okay. at the Friendly Hills Country Club. We meet every Tuesday at seven thirty in the morning, okay. and it is uh, we have different speakers. And like Judy said, uh, every week is something different. It's a great way to make connections. It's a great way to uh, to learn leadership skills. Uh, it's a great way to make friends, and and uh, it's just overall, it's a fabulous experience. So the youth component then wouldn't necessarily come to the weekly meeting because it's at that time. Is is a weekly meeting more for members of the club that are looking to get to to learn, and then also then talk about potential um, programs or things that are happening for the youth? Well, we don't do a big business meeting. We have it broken up so when we first come, we have a half an hour that's basically defined as president's time, but that's when we do any business or announcements, and that's also when we do, quote, fines, which are not really fines. You don't pay money. It's a way of people being able to share. They've been on vacation, that they got a new car, that, that something exciting has happened in their lives, their anniversaries, their birthdays, that kind of thing. And we have time to um, define some of the major things that are coming up on the calendar for the district and even for the club. But then we have a half an hour, which is program. And I'm telling you, joining Rotary, even primarily for the programs, is worth it. We meet 50 times a year. We have, we're dark over Christmas and New Year's or something like that. But I jokingly say that uh, it's worth complete continuing education in my profession is licensing as a psychologist Mm -hmm. because we have every manner of program. We have programs from the city. We have programs from from nonprofit organizations. We have uh, uh, programs this morning was on uh, Manzanar and internment of Japanese and our good friend Yosha's participation in the 442nd uh, Regiment of the United States Army, which was the most uh, 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 celebrated and, and won the most awards um, in World War II. And we have artists and we have musicians and we have 
people who just have special interests. We're having uh, a program on urban trees uh, next week. And, of course, that's a really relevant one with the city making all kinds of decisions mm-hmm. about uh, what we're going to be doing with trees, both uptown and, mm-hmm. and in this whole community. And so David Dickerson, an attorney who has an office right here in this building, is going to be speaking to us. And then we have programs on sometimes interesting things like um, to podcasting. Yes, you came and did a, you did a program on the podcasting for us. And we've had the United Nations come and talk, and we've had people that are leaders in the community. We always try to have the, the mayor and the various uh, uh, members of of city government come at different times to tell us what's going on in this commission or what's going on in the police department, et cetera. So you get a very broad general education of what's going on in the world. Still to this day, I don't know what a podcast is. Christine suckered me in, her and Jesse, and said, just show up and ask questions, and here we are. So Um, Now, you mentioned uh, Battle of the Bands. Is there any other upcoming big events that you guys do on an annual basis that people can look forward to that we can maybe get out there for you guys in advance? Well, this is not really one that that needs to be advertised per se since it's mainly Rotarians, but this coming Saturday, um, all of the incoming officers for next year from all the 48 clubs in the Orange County and part of Los Angeles district will be meeting down at Chapman College for leadership training and to really learn what their particular jobs and what different responsibilities and history of Rotary in that regard so they can really take on leadership uh, easily. It actually brings another thing to mind. We really look at Rotary as leadership development. And sometimes I've jokingly said to people when they join the club, you will be president of this club. Because everybody is president of this club, or at least everybody has the ability to be. We are a group of leaders and those who are learning to be leaders. And so we do a lot of mentoring, a lot of creating experiences for people to to grow and find mentors and find experiences that helps them where they are go to where they want to go. And so it's different for everybody, but it's like this whole support system that has your best interests at heart and wants your business to be as as effective as possible, wants you personally to grow as much as you can, wants to contribute as much as you can to other people as well. And it's achieving that balance that we think makes true leaders. Is John Maxwell, he's a big um, leadership um, guru, I guess you would call him. Is he? he? He also has a really good podcast. Have you ever heard it? Oh, you don't know what podcasts are, yeah, but he has yeah. a really good podcast. His books, I know, but he's written tons of books, and he's really large on leadership. And one of the things that um, he talks about is an organization will grow to the to the really to the ceiling of whatever the leader is, and so it's inspiring to hear that an organization is looking to make additional leaders because if you just have people that are going to volunteer, which is important. But uh, once you make them leaders, you empower them. And once they're empowered, then they're now, you know, bringing new ideas, creating new things. But if they're just there telling, like I I call them task doers, if they're just doing tasks, then the organization is limited to its growth because, you know, it doesn't have true leadership. Well, you might be interested along that line to know that Rotary is one of the unique organizations in the world because we believe that new leadership and new chances to grow is a very important thing. So July 4th 
I mean, July 1st. <laughs> Let's also have July 4th. July 1st, every office in Rotary, from the president of the international organization down to the officers in the clubs, changes. And people take on new offices. They don't do the same thing every year. Because you don't need to just repeat something you already know. You sometimes need mm-hmm. to stretch and learn new things. So George and I just today put out a, a thing for the next year that says, what would you like to do? What kind of skills have you not developed? How, how would you like to stretch yourself? Mm-hmm. So a lot of people would say, how can you run an organization if everybody changes July 1st every year? Mm-hmm. Well, not only does it work, but Rotary has the very tough um, designation on Charity Navigator and on uh, the philanthropic websites as the most wholesome and the most uh, uh, ethical um, fundraiser. We have a $1 billion endowment fund. We spend $1 billion a year on international projects. That takes a lot of even chutzpah. Mm-hmm. To think that every year you can raise that money from people who are scattered all over the world yeah. and make it work and keep projects going. Yeah. But we have projects like, for instance, right now I'm the, I'm the chair of the Rotary Action Group on Maternal and Child Health for all of North America. And we have $58 million worth of projects, like eight clinics in Nigeria and one in Chad and one in Afghanistan and 75 Saheli centers in India. And we have a radio station that covers all of, of South America and talks with teenagers on Saturday mornings about anything they want, particularly about pregnancy or drugs or any questions they want to ask. So in addition to the fact that as clubs we do special grants and partnerships, There's also special ways that if you have a special interest, like in addition to the maternal and child health um, fellowship, there's everything from the diabetes to to, um, uh, water and sanitation to um, uh, issues on um, development and growth and economic development, et cetera. So Rotarians with special interests can belong to those. In addition to that, Rotary has what's called fellowships, And those are groups of people that just get together because of special interests. Maybe it's the fellowship for Boy Scouts or the fellowship for wine or the fellowship for music, which always plays at a booth constantly during the international conventions. Or it may be one that has to do with hiking or sailing, the yachting fellowship real big in in California here. Most of the leadership has come from here, although it's all over the, the world. And these people particularly come together at the conventions and do special activities in addition to the regular convention so that people can both have the participation at the group level and the club level, and they can also find individual interests. And the way I look at it is it never gets old. You're always discovering new things that you want to do. You want to share something? Yes, I would like to share something. I want to say that leaders, good leaders, bring other leaders up. Judy and George have done a fantastic job in bringing leaders coming up and and teaching them. I would also like to say that Rotary has changed my life in in the sense that I was able to go to Canada as president of the Whittier Sunrise Rotary. They sponsored me to go to Canada. I had a wonderful opportunity to meet wonderful leaders from all over the world in Toronto, Canada, 
uh, my trip was phenomenal. I was able to listen to the best speakers, such as Laura Bush. Uh, we had Queen Anne, uh, who who spoke, and they they talked about uh, Rotary members uh, helping people in the parking lots and helping uh, the seniors come into different events. Um, I thought that was so funny. Um, but not only that, I lost uh, 15 to 20 pounds uh, while I was in Canada, and I just feel so much better. But more than anything else is that I've had the opportunity. That's because you walked all over the place and saw everything. You <laughs> loved it. <laughs> I did. I had a wonderful opportunity. If there's any, if there's people that would like to open up their world, uh, please uh, come and join us at Whittier Sunrise Rotary. I promise you that you will have a wonderful experience and you will uh, be a different person. Um, ask me. Uh, I think maybe I might be the first Latina uh, president at the Whittier Sunrise Rotary. I believe that I am. Um, my name is uh, Maggie. It's, my name is Maggie Mo, but it's actually Maggie Barrañon. And I'm just so very proud that I'm able to use my language skills to, to uh, meet all kinds of different people and to bring uh, the community together. Uh, and I invite all of you to come to the Battle of the Bands and have Champurrado with me. I'm going to set up little tables out in front, and I just want everybody to come and have a wonderful time. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you, ladies. Uh, anything else you'd like to add? Because I got the, the swirly finger from Christine, meaning that we're kind of towards the end. Anything else you'd like to share about the, 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 the Rotary Club? Well, a nice quickie and, and closing might be we are talking about uh, the kind of people and leaders that were there. You might be interested to know that five presidents of the United States have been uh, Rotarians, uh, including Roosevelt and John Kennedy, et cetera, um, that uh, 95 heads of state around the world um, at this point are Rotarians. So that's a very common thing. Um, there's actually a Rotary cl Club at Na NASA, and, and the astronauts are all members of that wow. club, and even Armstrong and Aldrin and all those people have, have been uh, a part of Rotary for many years. Uh, my program, I, I do a Rotary moment every uh, Tuesday morning, and this morning I tested them. I said, who's a Rotarian who has won an Emmy and a Grammy and has been on the bestseller list for 169 weeks and who has a star on Hollywood Boulevard, et cetera? Well, that is La Jolla, California, Rotarian for 40 years, Theodore Geisel, often known as Dr. Seuss. And he gave millions of books his books are translated in 17 languages, and they've been given to so many kids and communities and villages, you just can't even begin to believe. So we're proud to, to be among the great. Matter of fact, we have a, um, a special saying that's, that we say at our meetings sometimes. It's just, is it the truth? Is it fair to all concerned? Will it build goodwill and better friendships? And will it be beneficial to all? That's the four-way test. And will it be fun? That and is a four-way test. The, that's the five-way test. <laughs> Service above self. But uh, that was developed by J.C. Penney. He had it in his office. He was a 40-year member of the New York Club. Okay. Well, let me uh, – we'll give you some woodier questions now, and these are typically some of the hardest questions that people get to on the podcast. So the first one is, if you're venturing off uh, in the city of Whittier, it could be Uptown or Indian Whittier, where, what are your, some of your go-to spots for uh, for some lunch or some dinner? Mm -hmm. Green Thai. 
Green Leaf Tie? <laughs> Green okay. Leaf Tie, for sure. Is there a favorite I love dish? Their, oh, yes. I, I love their Tom Kai Gai uh, cream soup. Uh, matter of fact, did I get sick? I live on it for, for a week. Thank <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you. How about for you? I, uh, I love all the restaurants in Uptown Whittier. I love the fact that we can go to Uptown Whittier and have just about anything that we want to eat. Um, I go to many different restaurants. Um, I like going to the Mexican restaurants. I love going to the barbecue places, Greenleaf uh, Thai food. And there's a new restaurant in town. It's a vegan restaurant. I'm really interested in uh, taking care of my health and eating good food. So um, I heard that it's wonderful. So I'm, I can't wait to go and, and try the new vegan restaurant. The Modern Shaman? Yes, it's on Greenleaf. Yeah. And, and that's why I wasn't quick to jump into a whole bunch of the ones because we live just close to, to uh, this area right here. We, we live in one of the landmark homes in uptown uh, Whittier. And we love, I come on my little scooter and everything, and we go to a different restaurant all the time. And we shop in uptown Whittier, which I find a delightful place to shop. I've been doing it for 40 years. And people say, oh, it's scary. It's going to be problems. There's, there's people that might hurt you or whatever. I have only found people that would help me. I have yeah. not found anybody who hurts me. I love Uptown for all the different little shops and all the restaurants we have. And do you realize that that back in the 80s, there were only five restaurants in Uptown Whittier? Yeah. And frankly, we were one of them. We had a restaurant right down here where the, I can't remember what the name of it is. It's now a little bar place, and they've extended it. The it's, Japanese place? No, it's next to the Japanese place. Um, but uh, uh, it was the coffee connection then, and we had mm -hmm. coffee and three meals a day and entertainment on Fridays and Saturdays. Is it Turbo Canyon, or tur uh, what is it called, Christine? Um, Turnbull's Tavern. Or Mimo's Cafe? Mimo's Cafe? Not, I'm mm -hmm. not sure. It's right next to the, uh, it's two doors down from the corner of Philadelphia and Greenleaf. Yeah, Turnbull's Tavern. 7727. <laughs> 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 the address, I remember. Yeah. From, it used to be like a good tie, like a Yeah, yeah, it was that. Yeah. It was a Golden Triangle for a long time. Yeah, we used to go in there all the time. Yeah. It was Golden Triangle. I love Crepes and Grapes. I, mm. I love going there, and they are wonderful people, and they always sponsor many different events. That's our birthday place to go with my family. We take the <laughs> whole troops in there and take up the whole restaurant. <laughs> now, if there's something in Whittier that is missing that you would love to see here, what would that be? I would like to see more music entertainment. Um, I often, I'm, I'm a uh, community person who likes walking door to door, and I talk to many different people, and they would like to see more uh, art events. They would like to see more music events. <laughs> Um, those are the kind of things that I would like to see uh, in the city of Whittier. I think that having, uh, you know, we have a lot of different events, but I would like to see more music events. Uh, and please come to the Whittier Regional Symphony. Uh, the, the, the symphony is free, and it's, it is a fabulous way to have a wonderful afternoon. I'd like to see an Indian restaurant uptown and a few other varieties of, of different kinds of restaurants. I think that, that the real joy of uptown is that you can really choose. You can say, how do I want to eat and what do I want to eat and what are the choices within that category? And it's a nice choice. I would like to see even more. I think it's a wonderful destination place for Whittier. I agree, Judy. Well, I can say it because I, I know a friend that knows a friend that knows a friend. Right behind you. And uh, those are the plans. So there's an Indian place that's coming in Uptown. Yay! And, and it's attached to this building. 
and it should be opening in three to six months, some somewhere around there. So it's uh, tell me the opening time, I'll be there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's funny because this is the name we're here in Jesse's office. <laughs> Hope Jesse doesn't get upset at us. We're going through his stuff. <laughs> yeah, confident, confident, confidentiality. Ooh, there's all the plans. Yeah, went out the door. So Jesse, no, since no, you're not here. We're gonna now redesign your uh, your your plans to for the Indian place. Hopefully, we don't get in trouble for that one. But um, okay. And last question is: if you have a fond memory of Whittier, uh, what would that be? Your most fondest memory of Whittier? I grew up at Murphy Ranch, which is right across the street from Lucerna High School, and it was behind that brick wall. And I I lived there from 1960 to 1968. I had the fondest memory there um, of Murphy Ranch. We called it the Rancho. It was a Hispanic a Hispanic community that lived there. Um, and I grew up amongst uh, 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 beautiful trees uh, and uh, amongst uh, Hispanic culture. And uh, not too long ago, my mother had an 80th birthday party and some of the people from the Rancho came. And it was a wonderful event. Uh, it was wonderful memories. And that is my fondest memory. I came to Whittier at 17 years old to go to Whittier College, and I didn't know anybody in California. I'm still here mm-hmm. <laughs> 55 years later. That sort of says it all. But I have had numerous wonderful experiences of my kids going to college here. Um, I have five adopted kids, and um, uh, actually six of them, my kids, were in Whittier High School at once. It wow. was like having my own uh, club. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, you know, there's just all the exciting memories of, of remembering. All my kids were involved in different things, you know. One was the decathlon um, uh, genius who, who won uh, academic contests, and another one was the Redbird, uh, that's the, the mascot for Whittier High, and another one was uh, senior class president, and another one was just sort of hanging out and watching how things went. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of them was on the swim team. They did all different kinds of things. So as a result, I was involved in all kinds of things. And I even see that having joined Rotary was a natural progression of that. It's like I started out, well, of course I'm going to join PTA because my kids are in school. Okay, I'll be president, so okay, let's move along. Oh, sure, I'll do the reflections contest for the whole city and the district. And pretty soon I'm running for the California legislature in 1986. And pretty soon I'm in Rotary. And it's just like things sort of, they may not look like they're connected, but they are in the sense that, the environment is supportive, and the people are caring, and Whittier has a real potential to nurture people. It really does, and at its best, it does a good job. And, and you said 55 years later, you're still here in Whittier. That's, so. right. That's right. And everybody knows everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Whittier is definitely uh, as big as a city as it is. It's a very small town feeling. And because of this podcast, the town just gets smaller. Yep. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. A great addition. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you, uh, ladies, for coming thank on you. and sharing your story here with us. And uh, we look forward to uh, the Battle of the Bands. Uh, one last thing uh, I don't think we got uh, on Facebook. Are you on Facebook, social media, and maybe how someone connect with you guys on there if you want to say those? And we'll get them also on our show notes so people can click. So yes, we're on Facebook and also Eventbrite. And uh, so if you want to order some tickets, uh, we have tickets available through Eventbrite and through Facebook. Got it. And they would search uh, what on both of these things. Do you know? Is it uh, Rotary Sunrise? 
Whittier Sunrise Rotary Club okay. on Facebook. Okay. And then the same I'm sure on Eventbrite. That should pop up pretty because it's local. Okay. And then is there a phone number that you want to share one more time? I know. Well, I shared mine already, so why don't I just say it again? Okay. Uh, 562-696-9610. Awesome. Okay. Well, thank you again, ladies, and George, for coming on as well. Uh, and uh, wishing you all the best at the Battle of the Bands. Thank, thank you. you. Please be our so guest there. Thank you. Come we and like have a great you. time. Thank you.